Welcome to American Horror Diaries, the podcast that explores the creepiest and most spine-chilling stories from the internet and from our listeners. If you're a horror fan looking for a fix, you've come to the right place. So, grab a cozy blanket and a hot cup of cocoa, and prepare to be scared out of your wits. Just be sure to leave a light on, you never know what might be lurking in the shadows. Children, story from Tennessee. It was a while back, when I was about 12, and I am 14 now, I was in my kitchen eating a blueberry muffin, suddenly, I saw a young boy with blonde hair, no older than 9 or 10, wearing a blue shirt, in a blink of time, he ran up my stairs. I thought, it was my brother, or his friend, I had to tell you that he had a sleepover that night, so I went into his room, and he and his friends were still sleeping and none of them had a blue shirt on. About a week or so later, I had a friend sleepover. In the meantime, we both started to smell blueberries, and I realized the time I was eating a blueberry muffin when I first saw the boy. Then later, I was again in my kitchen, and I saw a glow of some sort in the mirror by the front door. So, as I walked towards there, I could have sworn I saw a young woman's face. She was very pretty with blonde hair. I ran over there, and there was nothing, but the coat hangers were moving, as if something was. Again, about two years ago, my mother came home from work, one morning, as she had a night shift, and she was eating breakfast, she noticed. The garage door began to open and close repeatedly. Another time, my dog actually sensed it. It was around 10 p.m., and my mom was the only one awake, and my dad was out of town. My mom was getting ready for bed, and heard Maisie started barking. She was looking into the darkness, and my mom tried to calm her down. Then she began to get low to the ground and squinted her eyes like someone was petting her. She ran out into the hallway, and woke me up. My mom was still in her room trying to get Maisie back in there, but my dog, of course, she just started crying, long time looking into the darkness, we just gave up, and gone for sleep, you know what, we heard it all night long. I almost forgot about everything, until one of the night last month, when I saw a little girl sitting on my bed. I am not feared, after all all of those happened before, I just wanted to ask her something, so I asked her all sorts of questions, she did not speak a bit. She was very young about six years old, and had short blonde hair. I asked her her name, and she wrote it down. It was French, so I don't know what she written either, I believe her name started with a B, but I am not certain. She began to walk around, and play with my toys. Now I was afraid, to ask her how she died, for she seemed so happy, and I didn't want to ruin her mood. Then the next thing I knew, she was just gone. So next morning, I was asking my brother, mom, and dad, if they knew anything about a young French girl, and they all have no clue what I'm talking about. On and off. Story from California. One evening, I was on my computer, doing some research for my homework, 
and I had my phone off. I seriously turned it off. I mean I really really turned it off. My music on, my room lights on, and my computer on, well you get it. I was deep into my computer, suddenly my phone started ringing, I answered it. It was a friend who I ignored to take, so I turned it off before, so I talked to her. For like a minute or so, after I hung up, I remembered, I had it turned off. I looked at it, and it was off. I called my friend on my house phone, and asked her if she had just called, and she said yes, and she had called my cell phone. I was really creeped out, but I just said okay and hung up. A few minutes later, my music stopped playing, and I checked my music app on my computer, if something was wrong, nothing was. So I checked my speakers, nothing. The volume dial, nothing. I was kind of confused at this. Just as I had my ear right next to the speakers, to hear any static, the music started playing, and I screamed. Not because I was scared, it was because it hurt my ear. It took some time to calm down, and was almost finished with my essay, and turned it off. While I look back to it later, it's turned back on again, a little bit confused, what did I turn it off, or I restarted mistakenly, or Windows updates doing some crazy stuffs. I don't know. All in under a few seconds, yes I was upset at my dumb computer. But I was more confused, confused about my phone, speakers, and computer. I went to ask my dad if anything in the house was acting weird, he said no. Even if they were acting weird, it wouldn't explain anything. So I went back to my room to finish my essay, again. But when I stepped into my room, I felt as if something was different. When I looked around, my phone was on, my iPad was on, my camera was even on. It was weird, and when I looked around, nothing else was on, my computer was off, my speakers were off, and my lights were off. I was really creeped out, my speakers were off, but the switch was on, but then it was turned off. Once again I switched everything on and off and settled down to the bed, like nothing happened. Hauntings Story from Alaska My mother and I were talking one night, and I happened to mention something odd, that had occurred in my room recently. Well, one thing lead to another, and we found ourselves discussing some of the experiences, the entire family had, when we lived in a decrepit trailer in Valdez. We moved away. When I was seven, and have been living in the capital for almost eight years now. And I thought that I would just share some of these with you all. I have the consent of my family members to speak of this, but I will not use their names if I use them at all. First encounter was, when I was around four years old. I remember this vividly because of how annoying it was, and how much trouble it got me in. This one happened only to me, I had a bunk bed when I was little, and always slept on the top, because the shadows on the floor at night, always scared me. Now, I was always afraid of falling off the top bunk, even though there was a rail and ladder, so I slept as close to the wall as possible. One night, I heard that familiar whispering, like somebody calling my name, I ignored it and tried to go back to sleep. I started to hear the voice right up against my ear, and I could feel breath against my skin. 
When I still didn't respond, I guess whatever it was, got mad because I felt strong hands lift me up, and the next thing I knew, I was falling to the floor, and I landed on all of my toys and books. My room had been trashed. Like any child, I started to cry and my mom came into the room and simply said I had fallen, and scolded me for making such a mess. The next day, my mom said that she wouldn't take me to my grandma's until I'd cleaned up my room. So, I put everything away, it took me over an hour, and thought I heard my mom call my name. I got up, and went to the other end of the trailer to ask her what, she didn't call me of course, but asked to see my room. We went to my room, to find it even more trash than it had been before. I stood there in shock, after my mom left me to clean again, and thought I heard taunting laughter behind me. I remember saying, that's not funny, stop it right now. I cleaned again, and the room stayed clean. Fast forward a year or so, my mom is standing in the kitchen, on the phone with my grandma staring at this big yellow door, that led to a storage area we never went in. The door had a small window on it and, as my mom stared at it, it started to open all on its own. My mom dropped the phone, and ran down the street to my grandma's. She was the only one in the trailer at that time, and it was mid-afternoon. My dad, let's call him Jim, had a horrible dream, where he had an out-of-body experience. He was floating above his body, and could see him and my mom laying there sleeping. They had a closet at the foot of their bed, that had mirrors on the outside, and Jim found himself being tugged towards the mirror. Ghost-like hands reached out and grabbed his legs, pulling him into the mirror, into another world, away from his body. Jim tried to get free, and back to his body. He suddenly found himself back in his own body, and the entire bed was covered in a cold sweat. He woke my mom and ever since that day until we moved, he slept out on the couch. I was about six at the time. This last one happened in front of both me and my mom. It was the month after I turned seven, and my brother was about four the time. We had come back from the store, and it was about four in the afternoon I guess, and when we opened the door, we both saw a large goblet, which my mom kept on top of the TV, lift itself into the air, hover for a moment, then shoot straight across the room away from us, to crash into the wall. Neither me nor my mom said anything, we simply shut the door again and went to my grandma's. The Autistic Child Who Sees Spirits Story from Wisconsin My dad has a friend, and I think his friend's daughter sees spirits. Here are a few things that have happened to her. She is seven years old and autistic, she is also going deaf, she can hear somewhat okay right now, but as time goes on, doctors say she will go completely deaf. Once I was at his house with her and her mom. Her mom, my dad, and I were talking while she was playing with her dolls. Later on, she got up and stood in front of the door to the computer room. She signs rather than talking usually, because she is used to doing that at school. Eventually, we noticed that she was signing pay attention to the empty room. 
I am not fluent in sign language, but her mom was saying that she was talking to what seemed like two or three people, and was telling each one of them to pay attention and was getting mad when they wouldn't. We asked her, who are you talking to? And she just looked at us. Then, we said, what are their names? And she said, I don't know. Another thing that happened to her was this. She was staying at a babysitter's house, and everything was fine until all of a sudden, she freaked out and started crying. The babysitter called her mom, and said that it would probably be best if she picked her up, and took her home. When her mom took her home, she asked what was wrong, but she wouldn't tell her. She didn't talk at all for about a week. When she finally started talking, she told her mom that, when she was at the babysitter's house, she saw a man and his son standing by the staircase, and they were scaring her. I have one other thing to tell that happened to this girl's sister. When she was three years old, she wouldn't sleep in her own room. Her mom finally got her to go in there, and was tucking her in. Her mom noticed that she was staring off into space. She asked, what are you staring at? And the three-year-old responded the lady standing behind you. Later on, the mother found out that the lady who owned the house before, and died here. Nowadays, I am not visiting there anymore, but there are a lot of people who know her that won't go back after being there a few times. Thank you for joining us on this episode of American Horror Diaries. We hope you enjoyed the terrifying tales we shared and that you're now checking under your bed before you go to sleep tonight. If you liked what you heard, please consider supporting us by buying us a coffee on buymeacoffee.com slash multitool. Your contributions help us keep the show going and bring you even more creepy stories. Don't forget to follow us on all your favorite podcast platforms and social media channels to stay up to date on our latest episodes. And as always, all the links to our sources and other resources mentioned in this episode are available down below. Until next time, stay spooky and stay safe.